In the longwood hybrid of the giant water lily, Victoria Amazonica, was grown in the Princess of Wales Conservatory at the Royal Botanic Gardens Kew in 1995, its size was officially recognized by the Guinness Book of World Records, with leaves reaching an astonishing two and a half meters in diameter. But the record, like a pint of Guinness in Dublin, didn't last long. In 2022, a new and even larger species of giant water lily from Bolivia was described and named Victoria boliviana. The first new species to be added to the genus since 1840, its circular floating leaves can grow up to 3.2 meters or about 10.5 feet in diameter. Is it the largest leaf in the world? Yes and no. Among aquatic plants, absolutely. Among plants with undivided leaves, seemingly so. But among all leaves, at least with respect to the distance measured along the leaf's longest axis, it's not even close. The African palm tree, Raphia regalis, has leaves up to 82 feet in length, but they are divided into about 180 leaflets, arranged along its Olympic-sized rachis. Still, this is one seriously impressive leaf. Tethered to the muck below by stalks up to 26 feet in length, leaves have a network of ribs and cross ribs on their undersurface that give the otherwise delicate leaf rigidity and capture pockets of air that keep it afloat. With weight distributed evenly across its surface, a leaf can support up to 71 pounds. This natural engineering marvel influenced 19th century greenhouse designer Joseph Paxton including his plans for the spectacular Crystal Palace erected in Hyde Park for the Great Exhibition of 1851. Now, back to Victoria Boliviana. While new to science, this largest of all giant water lilies was not entirely new to botanists or horticulturists. Specimens had existed in herbaria for more than 170 years, and Carlos Magdalena, a water lily expert and senior horticulturist at Kew Gardens, had suspected a third species for years. When seeds were sent to him in 2016 by two botanical gardens in Bolivia, he was finally able to grow them side by side with the two known species and confirm their uniqueness. Long before that, indigenous people of South America were not only aware of giant water lilies, quite possibly including the newly named one, they used them as food, medicine, and a source of black dye for hair. The same Paxton, who was inspired to mimic the ribs of Victoria in greenhouse design, was a key figure in a race to be the first to entice a giant water lily to flower while in cultivation in London. He achieved that distinction in a greenhouse he had built for the Duke of Devonshire at Chatsworth with a secret weapon, a heated water tank. He succeeded and had a Victoria Amazonica bloom in 1849. The new species, masquerading as a variation of Victoria Amazonica, is just the latest in a long history of confusion regarding names in the genus. In 1837, John Lindley named Victoria Regia in honor of England's new queen, who had ascended to the throne only months before. His species description was in a publication for which only 25 copies were printed. These were presented to the Queen, select members of the aristocracy, and a few institutions. Lindley got a lot of mileage out of associating the plant with the Queen, 
And some historical accounts credit this patronym with saving Kew Gardens, which, if true, is something we should all be deeply grateful for. Whether known to Lindley or not, the same species was independently named the very same year by German-born explorer Robert Schomburg. And whether known to the two of them or not, the same species had already been named earlier. In fact, five years earlier, it had been named Uriale Amazonica. The genus Uriale includes giant water lilies found in Asia. Most botanists at the time agreed that the South American species deserved a separate genus, and given the popularity of Victoria regia, it was an easy sell. There is evidence that the existence of the earlier name was noted by 1850, but the popularity of the specific epithet regia and its connection to the queen kept it in popular, if incorrect, use. The latest molecular analyses indicate that Uriale and Victoria are sister genera, meaning that the relative relationships among giant water lilies in both South America and Asia are the same whether classified as one or two genera. This nomenclatural knot was not unraveled until 1974 when Gillian Prance sorted it all out, retained the genus name Victoria, and acknowledged the priority of the earliest specific epithet Amazonica. Cultivation of Victoria Amazonica in London unleashed a torrent of interest in giant water lilies in the United Kingdom and soon crossed the pond to the United States. People lined up to see these wondrous plants and special greenhouses were constructed for their display. John Fisk Allen nurtured seeds given to him by Caleb Cope, then president of the Pennsylvania Horticultural Society, and succeeded having the first blooming Victoria Amazonica in North America. He followed his horticultural feat with a beautifully illustrated book, Victoria Regia, or The Great Water Lily of America, published in Boston in 1854, a book that some regard as the beginning point of the era of chromolithography in the United States. A copy of this thin book, with half a dozen plates and fewer than 20 pages of text, was recently put on the market for $60,000. A second species, Victoria cruziana from Argentina, was named soon after Victoria Amazonica in 1840, but it would not be until 2022 that a third species, and the largest yet, was formally recognized and named. For me, word of every species discovery is a big deal. But when that species has leaves approaching 11 feet in diameter, it's a very big deal. For the Species Hall of Fame, this is Quentin Wheeler.